What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. I'm super pumped. We've got a special guest zooming all the way in from Pennsylvania. His name is Adam Bird. He is the CEO, founder of Harrow's Media Group, the founder of HMG Beverage, and he is a beloved veteran of our country. Thank you, Adam, for being here. Please introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, again, my name is Adam Bird, uh, nine-year Army veteran, spent uh, a deployment in Iraq in 03. I was a single father for 15 years. Uh, son just turned 18, so he's getting ready for, for college, thank goodness. I mean, uh, yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> I... Uh, uh, I started uh, Heroes Media Group uh, about six years ago. We're going into our sixth year. Had some other businesses prior to that. Um, and then uh, started HMG Beverage last uh, June. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. I love it. I love it. So single father, actually, that's um, and a veteran and yeah. a business owner. So you wear many hats. So uh, yeah, tell yeah. us how you manage all that, because that's that's a lot. Prayer. <laughs> a lot a lot of prayer everything else wasn't working no it uh you know i think i think a lot, what it really boils down to is you wake up in the morning you have you have a choice right you can either be pissed off at the world or you can you can find something positive like as cliche as this may sound like you woke up in the morning that's something to be happy about because somebody that morning didn't yeah you know what i mean so and 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 for me being a being a parent it was I was living, I needed to be on my best game because I wanted to set a good example for my son. And that was, he was my purpose of living because I, you know, when I, when I got back from the military or, you know, from deployment and stuff, it was, I wasn't, I didn't care what happened to me. I, and I didn't care what happened to anybody else, but I cared about my son and I just, I focused on him. And that was like a great distraction for me in a good way. Right. Uh, and then at the time I was in corporate America, I'd worked a couple of corporate jobs, moved up the ladder pretty quickly and it was great. But then it was like, I didn't want the, I didn't want to have to ask somebody to go to my son's football game or anything like that. I was like, I'm not asking anybody to do, I'm going to do what I want. Right. Yeah. So I just, I, I quit corporate America and started my own business and, and hadn't, hadn't looked back. So, you know, I'm a, pretty much all of my guests are entrepreneurs and, and I really, I, and I think the reason for that is because I find that people that become entrepreneurs or have been serial entrepreneurs are really living life on their own terms. And so you just stated that very clearly right there. And um, I mean, I just lo- I love your story. Uh, I don't get a chance to talk to too many single fathers. And you actually have you know a question here, what it's like from a man's point of view. Um, and I don't think that, that we, there's enough talk around that. You have a lot of single mothers, but there right. are single fathers out there right. and you know, in this day and age where it's like, oh, you know, you got to be careful. <laughs> you know, everybody, you got this <laughs> non-sexual orientation, all this crazy stuff. But yet we are still not talking about things like men that are single fathers. Right. So t- talk about that a little bit. So <clears throat> this was, I mean, you know, when, when I got back from deployment, divorced, and it's probably around the 2004, 2005 timeframe. So it was pretty recent. And, and at that time, you know, I was living in Arizona, it, it, which is a very mom-friendly state. Um, to be a single father and have sole custody, because I, I got I ended up with sole custody, 
was unheard of. Yeah. So I was one of the very first in the, in the state at that time to, to get sole custody uh, of, of my child. And it was, it was just, it was different. Everybody talks about all well, the women are this, the women are that or whatnot. And, and I'm kind of th- sitting there like, well, I'm not a woman. Yeah. You know, you, you know, what I mean? it's like, right. what about, what about the guy? And, but, but truth be told after many years, I, you know, I knew a lot of families that had separated and I knew the dads were kind of, I don't want to say deadbeat dads, but they were, they weren't present in, it's that typical stereotype that we hear. Yeah. And, and we kind of get overshadowed because of that stereotype, but, you know, and, and there's some women now that you're just starting to hear about, like, you know, there's a lot of, there's more and more fathers getting custody of their kids nowadays than before. And it, it, it really is. I, I looked at it like one, I wasn't going to be, I didn't want to be a statistic and I certainly did not want to fall into an example of not being a deadbeat dad. I, I just wasn't going to allow that. And I think that's what kind of just put me through. It was not easy because there was no, there's no instruction manual on like how to be a parent. I was by myself. The closest family I had was like three hours away. And it was, every day was a learning experience. I really, that's really all you can say. How old, how old would you mind me asking? How old was your son when you got uh, sole custody? Two. (gasps) Oh boy. (laughs) Terrible Uh, two. Still in, still in diapers, still like you just sitting there like, oh my God, all this kid does is eat poop and like, <laughs> that's what they do. Like, oh, what am I? I got a puppy right now. It does no. all the same stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're just sitting there like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. And I was like, cool. The kid woke up this morning. That's another successful day. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. what do you, what do you, what do you do? Um, but then, and then it was just, you just get so in, wrapped into their life and how you picture or, or how you kind of want them to be. But at the same time, you have to let them grow and be their own. And that was kind of difficult stepping back. Even now he's getting ready to go to college this fall. And I'm sitting there like, Hey, you need to do this. You need to do this. And he just looks at me and I'm just like, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm, I'm right. just kind of guiding you to keep an open mind on things. And it's been great. I mean, I absolutely. Well, thank you for being a good example. Cause my father was a deadbeat dad. So it was my mom and I'm the oldest of five. So it was really rough. Yeah. And he started a whole new family and is like the stellar father there. And we got the short and the stick. And it's been like, let me tell you, you know, the stereotype of kids that, that grow up without a father. Yeah. <laughs> it was rough for me and my siblings. Well, at least me and my, 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 my sister below me, and then actually the rest of my siblings, they, they've been all right because we kind of took the hit, you know, right, like right. I was, I'm a human trafficking survivor. I freaking did drugs, got involved with a lot of the wrong crowd. And my sister had a really hard time too. She didn't, you know, she had a rough, rough go after he left. And it's, it's great to hear that story that you were, you are a good example. So your son is lucky and that's amazing. But now that we've established your driving force, let's talk about your businesses that you have, because uh, I love the name Heroes Media Group. Let's talk about what Heroes Media Group is and what that's all about. Heroes Media Group started off as as a podcasting network for the Heroes community. I just wanted to be a voice for community heroes, right? Yeah. Um, You know, being a veteran myself, we actually, my, my first business prior to HMG was the first 
all veteran podcast company that was out there. Oh, wow. And then I just that ran that for a couple of years, shut that down and created Heroes Media Group. I wanted to expand it, not just to veterans, but for our police officers or for law enforcement, firefighters, first responders. And then there's a clergy piece in there as well. And, and I wanted everybody and educators, excuse me, wanted a platform for them to be heard. And then I wanted to do things to, to, you know, give back to the community, I guess. Right. So it started off as, as just podcasting. Then I got it. We, then we got into editing and we got into transcription, we do audio books. And then as of 2019, we, we started publishing books for people oh, wow. uh, as, as, as well. Our ideal clientele is, is in the um, heroes community or people that support that community. Yeah. And I think you probably agree with me with the way that the last probably 18 months, 24 months have been like with the whole apocalypse yeah. stuff. It's shameful. That's all yeah. I have to say. The law, law enforcement's got a bad rap and, and it's everybody, they want to focus on the negativity. I want to change the narrative on how media is delivered and consumed. There's enough negativity in the world. We don't need that. You want that? Turn on your TV. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's change. There's a, more positive stories out there than there are negative. I'm a firm believer of that. So let's try to get the positive stories and let's start pushing that. It's not going to happen overnight. I get no. that, but 10 that's years. Why we're here though, right yeah, now. That's right. why we're ten, here right now. Right. 10 years from now, you'll be able to see, Hey, where did all this positive, everybody's more positive. Things aren't as bad as what it used to be back in the day. Um, and they're going to be able to see the core of that. They'll see a small part of HMG was a part of, creating that i love it that's beautiful and i i think that that's you know we are i think we're part of a movement right now i know you've been in podcasting for a long time well so you've how long did you say you've been in it about 2010 12 time frame so almost, so, a, almost a decade almost a decade yeah so a lot longer it's only been a couple of years for me but i've noticed prior to like so i mean I kind of pay attention to what's going on. I don't watch the news because I think it's all propaganda, but yes. like, it's, it's total propaganda. I, I, I believe stuff on social media more than I do the news. Like I, I just don't, I'm not watching. I do not put it on. I don't watch it. I'm not feeding my brain that garbage. Everybody's walking around. Like all like, it's just terrible. Anyways, let's get back on track. Sorry guys. I feel like the podcasting space is like becoming a whole movement. And a lot of the research that I've been doing is that they're just talking, they're talking that podcasting is really the future of marketing and how people, how it's trending. And I just think it's remarkable. And to me, I'm like, I'm glad I got in it when I did. Yeah, yeah no, I, you know, I've been saying this for years, like we haven't even scratched the surface with it. I, you know, I've been doing this for a long time. And quite frankly, I still think we're about four or five years ahead of, of its actual potential. We are ahead or behind. We're 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 ahead. I, like I think I think we're not we're not even at the tip of the iceberg. Like oh, four five four or five years from now, then we'll really start seeing like the benefits of podcasting and stuff like that. And so, if you're in on it now, or you if you've been in it for a while, like myself, I've seen all the different changes throughout sure. the years. And you know, when I first started, there was like maybe four or five companies that offered a hosting plan now that you you can listen to yeah. it on, on 20 different platforms and, and and so forth i think four or five years from now it's very exciting to get into this business now because in four or five years it's just going to be mind-blowing yeah. and and like you said I, it podcasting is the future of marketing yeah 
Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm loving it. And I get to talk to incredible dynamic people like you. So n- you have your media business, but you also have uh, the beverage business. Yeah. Talk, talk to us about that. You know, last year during the uh, apocalypse, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. I, you're right. I was like, oh, I'm not busy enough. Let's start another business. Yeah. Uh, so I had had a coffee uh, blend for about four or five years and, and, Truth be told, I'm a kind of a coffee snob, and I did it for selfish reasons. I was like, oh, I'll pay wholesale, and I was buy my own coffee. I drink a lot of coffee. If I can sell some, great. My roaster called me. He's like, hey, do you still want to do that Heroes line? And I was like, uh, yeah. He's like, come on down. He's in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Drove down there for the day. We put together about five more blends, so we got about six blends right now that are available. And uh, I was like, all right, we're doing this. He's like, all right. So we created HMG Beverage that holds our coffee line. Um, People can go to hmgbeverage.com, purchase it. We just started a um, monthly subscription, which we're pretty excited about. And then we just closed a deal with the distillery in uh, Tennessee. And we're going to start a spirit line. Hopefully that'll come out here in uh, June. Yeah, we'll have a gin and a bourbon. Oh, that's awesome. I, I love it because gin and bourbon, I don't really drink any of those things, but I will, I'll try it. I'll I'm be gonna, honest. Me, me What's yeah. that? <laughs> I said, honestly, I didn't either at first, but it was the, the purpose of, of all of it is when people either purchase the, the coffee or one of the spirits, a percentage of all the proceeds are going back into the heroes community. And that's why it's, it's so important for us. We, I started HMG beverage. It wasn't just for coffee or, or for spirits. It was, to, to give back to the community. So we want to raise money to give back to the community. I love it. I love it. That's so great. I love all these good stories, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have, you have here, um, how do you help podcasters? So since we have already talked about the, the podcasting a little bit, how, how do you help people like me? <laughs> you know, people, for people that they'll come to me and say, Hey, I got an idea for a podcast. Of course you do because everybody does. Right. Now they do. Uh, right, right. But I, I usually I'll sit down and do a one-on-one with them. And it, I probably talk more people out of it than I do into it because there's a lot to it on the on the back end. It's like you can show up and talk, but if you don't have editing, you don't have your notes, you don't have what you're going to talk about and all your marketing stuff kind of into place, then it, it can get very overwhelming very quickly yeah. for some people. So it's like if you have the money – pay somebody else to do that stuff, show up and talk. First thing I ask is what's, what's your show about? What do you, what do you want to talk about? And if I sat here right now, can you write down 10 ideas or 10 topics that you can talk about right now? And most people are like, uh, no. You have to give me a minute. I mean, mine's so authentic and organic that, you know, I love to, to hear your story and share. Your right. Story. And that's, and that's, and that's perfect. And when somebody says something like that, great. What type of stories do you want to hear? So then I just kind of build into the, you know, ask those open-ended questions that is going to get the person to talk about what they want to do. And then I help, kind of help them structure it. Uh, you know, my opinion, if you do a live, be consistent. Consistency is a, is a very big thing. You know, a lot of people will start a podcast. They get about five to seven episodes in and they're like, man, I, I don't have time yeah. for this. And, and they realize, so I try to tell them, listen, you're going to get five, seven episodes in. And you're going to be like, 
I don't have time to do this. I was like, well, are you doing live or you're recording? Well, I'm recording. Well, why don't you pick a day of the month, set aside like two, three hours and just batch record a bunch of, of shows yeah. and do it. That. So anyway, that's, that's kind of what I do with them. I, I kind of guide them into best practices that, that I've experienced for myself that, uh, that have worked for me. I talk about equipment. I mean, obviously my setup is much more advanced than, than most people. Um, but I ain't got no fancy stuff. Yeah, I started yeah. with the microphone and I was like, <laughs> when everything went to crap, I was like, yeah. okay, this is much better. <laughs> Time for an upgrade. Uh, you know, I tell people like, hey, you know, everybody's got these little smartphones nowadays. Yeah. Plug in your headset and you could actually start, start that way until you get used to it. So. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. That That's some really great advice. Um, before we start wrapping things up, is there anything else that you'd like to share with the audience that we haven't covered? No, you know what? If you get the opportunity, please check out heroesmediagroup.com. If there's anything that I can do, you know, my, my purpose in life, I, I, I say this wholeheartedly. I've been blessed. I feel like I've had a second shot at life, right? Yeah, I love that. And, and um, I feel like my purpose is, is to help as many people as I can while I'm, while I'm still here. So if, if you're out there, you're listening and, and you're not, you know, sure of what to do, find your purpose. And, and this is going to sound crazy, but I'm going to say it anyway. Don't chase the dollar folks. Money's great to have. Don't get me wrong. It's great for the bills, put money aside, do the stuff you want, but find that purpose. If you have your purpose and you focus on that purpose, profit will always follow make me cry ah oh my gosh that was beautiful totally beautiful and i agree you know what i've i've gone through a lot of stuff and you know i was always kind of chasing that dollar and i started this and it started off as a passion project and it's just become such a big part of my life and i absolutely love it i absolutely i get people thank me every single day for what i'm doing and it's just growing growing and i'm not even really having it's a lot of work you are right it's a lot of work. <clears throat> it is overwhelming. Excuse me. I don't do the editing myself. My producer does. That's the only thing that I don't do myself. <laughs> but you know what? I get up every, I get up, I'm getting up earlier and earlier every, every day because I want to, I just can't wait to do my podcast. So, and um, I've had some opportunities where it's starting to turn into, into dollars. And even if it doesn't come, I'm still going to do it. Yeah. Because yeah. I, because I, I love it so much, and these stories to hear your story, to hear what that message that you just put out is worth more money than anybody could ever give me in the world. So, um, on that note, Adam, thank you so much for being a guest, and we'll have to get an update with uh, when you have the spirits come out because you know we're gonna have to we're gonna have to support this guy over here and, and helping our our heroes and our community because you know we're after last year we need to be reminded. What this country was built on. <laughs> Sorry. You know, I mean, hey, it's my podcast. I can say whatever I want. All right. <laughs> All right, you guys. This is your host, Deanna Kempel with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, comment, and share. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.